This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and we just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away, and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay, and I got really tired of doing that until I started to go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Alana to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Alana. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray. I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana, code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. It's Sunday dawn, and a gridiron is sizzling with flavor. And here come your hometown heroes. Bush's Chili Beans, Red Gold Canned Tomatoes, and Tillamook Cheese. And we can't forget the tremendous team efforts of premium saltine crackers and daisy sour cream. It's the only way to tailgate effectively every Sunday through the playoffs. Uh, you guys are supposed to be calling the game, not the tailgate. Well, we'll catch up at halftime. I'm starving. Check out Meyer.com for chili recipe inspiration and visit your nearby Meyer to grab all the ingredients you need. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana. Today's episode is all about rejection. I feel like this is... A topic I haven't really seen a lot of podcasts on and I definitely think this is something that I've worked on a lot in the past few years especially in therapy with myself and everything I feel like I used to take rejection so hard as really quick to just like blame it on the other person or to blame it on myself think something was wrong with me and just get really upset and hurt about it which is 
a totally normal emotional reaction to rejection. I went and read a few articles because I wanted to figure out the best way to articulate what I was trying to talk about in today's podcast. So I'll link the two articles that I looked at and read in the show notes. One of them is written by Erin Etow. She has her PhD and I thought it was a really great article on betterup.com. And then the other one was from ditchthelabel.org and it was more like from a dating perspective in terms of rejection. I feel like dating and jobs, career focused things is where a lot of us in our early 20s and our teens experience the most amount of rejection. And I know rejection and dating has definitely been something that's hurt my ego a lot. And I feel like a lot of the times rejection is mostly a hurt or a blow to our ego. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit today because as you guys know, I always like to just talk about things that are on my mind that I'm talking about with my friends that I'm going through on here, almost like a personal diary. So today we'll be chatting about dealing with rejection. I also want to thank you guys for such positive feedback from last week's episode for everyone who reached out and messaged me about the things I spoke about. It really means a lot to me and it doesn't go unnoticed. I also feel like I don't do this enough, but I would love if you could take a quick second, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and go leave a rating. Even better, if you want to leave a review, I love reading them and that's how you can really help support the pod. So if you could take a quick moment, if your hands are free, if you're not driving, if you're not working out while you're listening to this pod, I know a lot of you girls are listening to this while on your hot girl walk or commuting to work or school but if you can take a moment and just leave a rating I would really appreciate that but anyways let's get on to my current faves I have re-fallen in love with going to cafes with friends to either hang or do work essentially like taking Sunday things and putting it throughout the week It can get kind of lonely living by myself and working for myself, both which I'm aware are very much privileges, but I do need to be a little bit more proactive about making plans with friends and network connections and stuff like that. So being proactive and meeting up with friends at cute cafes in the city has been a highlight of my week and honestly is helping me cope with the colder weather and shorter days. I really hate the end of daylight savings. I don't care if we got an hour of sleep, an extra hour of sleep. I don't like when the sun is setting at like 4 p.m. I'd rather it honestly be darker in the morning. I don't know about you. There's something like calm and peaceful and it makes you feel more productive in the morning if you're up like before the sun is out sort of thing. Obviously, I love summer hours even more. Like in Toronto, our sun will like rise at like 5 a.m. and then set at like 10 in the peak of summer and I miss that but I will take dark mornings over dark afternoons. I don't know. I rather it be lighter longer in the day because otherwise it feels like the night is 10 million hours and I guess that would encourage me to go to sleep sooner but I just hate the darkness. I think that's the worst part about winter and what really kind of puts me into a bit of a slump in the winter and kind of struggle a bit but anyways love my cafes also been loving my skims fits everybody t-shirt it's like the hip length one it's so flattering it's so comfy it's so cute i love wearing it with a pair of jeans specifically either my levi's utility dad jeans or the revolve girlfriend 
Bella Jean. You guys know I love my Bella Jean. I'll link them in the show notes for you guys so you can quickly take a look. But I love the Skims t-shirts. I want more. Apparently, Sid was telling me about a dupe. It's like the cinch waist t-shirt at Aritzia. Definitely going to look into that. And then I'm back in my black eyeliner phase. I never thought I would be back in this phase. I used to do this all the time in like middle school and high school, like black eyeliner on the waterline, but I've been doing it a lot lighter. I'm kind of smudging it. It's almost like a grunge look. I feel like grunge makeup is back in and Peyton Sardin was kind of talking about this on her podcast and I've been seeing it a lot on TikTok and I really just love the more moody makeup, especially when going out. I don't know. There's something so sultry and sexy about it and it's always fun to find a new makeup look and to change it up because you can get kind of used to whatever your normal shtick is. But let's get into the episode. Let's start off with why does rejection hurt? What I have come to realize in my 24 years on this planet is that at the end of the day, when we feel emotion from being rejected, whether it be from a boy that we're seeing or a girl, whomever, like in a dating circumstance or in friendships or a job or something with school, it's really our ego that's being hurt more than anything. And basically what I've read in this article and this, I feel like this definitely stands true and is what I have learned. But in like basic psychology, humans, as we know, are social creatures and we have this natural instinct and desire to feel a part of something, to be a part of something. And so when rejection happens to us, that doesn't necessarily mesh with our evolutionary needs, it's almost like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, need to feel belong, need, it's, I think it's belonging, hold on, let me, I don't want to butcher this, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, so if you don't know what Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I learned about this a lot in marketing, but it's the theory of motivation which states that the five categories of human needs dictate an individual's behavior. And so from bottom to top, it's physiological needs. So that's like air, water, food, shelter, clothing, protect, reproduction, sleep. Then it comes safety needs, then love and belonging. So that's kind of where like this rejection thing comes in. Esteem, respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, and freedom. And then self-actualization is essentially what we're all rooting for. It's at the top of the pyramid. But you can't achieve any of the things without starting at the bottom. Like you need your physiological needs in order to reach your safety needs. You need your safety needs and your physiological needs to reach love and belonging and so on and so forth. So when we get rejected, it kind of doesn't mesh with that natural desire and that natural social concept and so that leads us and I'm sure you've experienced this to have a lot of anxiety and a lot of self-doubt and this is so normal your emotional reaction isn't abnormal to rejection it isn't something you can control unfortunately however you can control the way in which you respond to the situation that is creating these feelings. So someone, say you went on a date with a guy that you're really into and they're like, yeah, like we're just, I'm not really feeling this. You don't have to lash out at them. You can be like, okay, cool. Like, thanks for being honest with me. And then go deal with that rejection on your own terms instead of acting in a way that you might regret later. You can't really control your emotional reaction. It's 
well, you can't control it. It's going to happen. But you can get better and improve the way in which you respond to the situation in which you're being rejected and become better at that and create a stronger skill set in doing so. I like to think of rejection as redirection. That's kind of how I've reframed it to myself. You guys know I'm a big fan of reframing things, um, finding the silver linings, and just like trying to be in control of the way in which I perceive things. And reframing is my number one favorite tool to use. It's one of the first things I learned in therapy. I do cognitive behavioral therapy. I used to go weekly. Now I go like every five to six weeks just to keep everything fine-tuned, but Rejection is truly just redirection. I'm a strong believer that what's meant for us won't pass by us. And when things leave our life, it's making room for the things that are meant to be in it. So number one, it's really important to accept and acknowledge rejection. The worst thing is to deny it. And because that will literally just like drive you insane and you'll never get better at dealing with rejection. It's going to constantly really hurt your self-esteem and your ego and your self-worth. And you're going to have a lot of anxiety and self-doubt as a result of it. And no one wants that. I don't want that for you. You also don't want to react negatively to whomever is rejecting you. And you don't want to act rashly. Like don't try to change the person's mind, especially in dating. It comes across as desperate it's embarrassing. Why would you want to try to convince someone to see the value in you? Don't you want to be involved with people and things and organizations, etc., that already see the value in you and truly value and acknowledge you? I don't know. That's just my mindset. You're you're free to have your own, but I don't know. Think about like I'm sure you've rejected people before and if maybe they tried to convince you as to why you shouldn't reject them. It comes across as desperate and embarrassing and it's an ick and you don't want to be involved with them and it only makes you want to reject them more. So why would you do it if the roles were reversed? At the end of the day, especially if it's in a relationship and, or it's like in a romantic setting and you're maybe like really early on into this dating activity with this person, they honestly, they don't owe you anything. The same thing with like a job application or if you try out for a sports team or any sort of team or like anything, they don't owe you anything. They don't have to necessarily tell you why they're rejecting you. You can choose to phrase your question in a respectful and mature, calm manner if you really want to know, if you want to, especially if it's like a job, you want to know like why you were rejected from the role or you weren't accepted into the next round of interviews, etc. But even then in asking it, they don't have to answer if they don't want to. And then that kind of just like opens you up for a second round of rejections. So just remember, they don't owe you anything. If you want to know why you're being rejected, respond in a respectful, mature, calm manner. Don't lash out at them. Don't act rashly. Don't act aggressively. Take a moment to calm down, to regain your cool, and to communicate as if you hadn't just been rejected. It's really easy to sit and spiral and to think that this rejection has something to do with what you did or something you said or maybe you did something weird, especially when it comes to dating or even like interviewing for jobs. Honestly, anything. You're going to sit and play through the entire scenario time and time again, thinking what should you have done? What should you have not? These are very much 
anxious, intrusive thoughts. This literally happens to everyone. Rejection, these thoughts kind of spiraling, but for the most part, people don't talk about it. It's kind of taboo. It's not spoken about for obvious reasons because obviously you can get kind of embarrassed by it. It's a blow to your ego. Again, a lot of the time, rejection just hurts your ego more than anything. There's truly nothing wrong with you. And it comes from like this desire to want to be accepted and loved by everyone. So if you can let go of your ego and just see the situation for what it is and why you might have been rejected or to just accept it acknowledge it and move on there's that's such a better way to do it when we're talking about rejection and dating there could truthfully be a million reasons why they don't want to go out again with you the same way you could have a million reasons why you don't want to see someone else again and a lot of the time these reasons are internal and personal to them and it really is a reflection of them and not you so please 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 don't tell yourself that you're stupid that it's your fault There's so much to be learned from failure more so than success, believe it or not. In fact, I really don't think failure is failure unless you truly give up. If you learn and grow from your mistakes, from rejection, it's only going to make you a better person, a stronger person, and build character. At least that's what I've experienced from my own life experiences and what I have seen in my own personal self-growth, in dating, in my relationships with peers, in work, in life. I've been rejected so many times and obviously you don't know that because I'm not going to publish, people don't publish their rejections, I want to say 99% of the time. They're sharing their successes and their accomplishments and the good and exciting things that are coming into their life. I was rejected from one of my top universities. I've been rejected by guys who I really thought I was hitting off with. I've been rejected by people who I thought I wanted to be friends with. It's happened to all of us. It's happened to the best of us. You're not to blame and rejection really does not define you unless you let it. Rejection is truly just redirection to a better path that is suited for you. I promise you there is a bigger plan, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in a higher power, everything happens for a reason. I am such a firm and true believer of this. I will say it time and time again. What is meant for you won't pass by you. Rejection is redirection. And I'm going to keep saying this a million one times in this episode to get my point across and to really drill it into your brain. Rejection can mean it just wasn't meant to be. Like what I said, take this as a way to place energy into a different area of your life and to look at things from a different perspective. If you were rejected from a guy, maybe dating isn't supposed to be your focus right now. Maybe that's not it. Maybe you're meant to be focusing on yourself and building really meaningful, strong friendships with your friends focusing on your career, focusing on your family, the right thing will come along and redirection, redirection, rejection is just bringing you closer to you. Obviously, this wasn't the right thing for you, no matter what you're being rejected from. So just know nothing is wrong with you. It is mostly just a blow to your ego and rejection is all about the process and it's a part of the journey of life and truly without it we wouldn't appreciate the highs as much as we do 
we need the lows to nonetheless humble us. Like, think about it. If we were always getting everything and anything what we wanted, we would be cocky, spoiled little brats. We wouldn't appreciate the good things in our lives. We would just expect everything we want to come to us. And unfortunately, that is not the way life works. I don't want life to work like that. And I truthfully hope that you don't want life to work like that. It just, it would take out the joy and the love and the excitement that life is. If it was always just uphill, we truly wouldn't appreciate it and love it and find it as interesting and exciting as it is. Rejection is really a hard pill to swallow, but the more it happens, the better you'll learn to handle it and the easier it will come in handling it. Really don't let the minor setbacks get you down. Something amazing, something bigger and better could be around the corner. I'm really a strong believer that bad things come in threes, so count your rejections and the not-so-great things that are happening in your life, but also just take a moment to reflect after acknowledging and after accepting what rejection just happened. Take a moment to reflect, like, why do you think that happened? Like, what can you learn from this? What do you think this is going to bring you closer to? What do you actually want And I encourage you to do this in leaving your ego at the door. The ego is really just going to blur your ability to see clearly. And it's really easy to let your ego kind of control your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your reaction and everything. When it comes to rejection, there's a lot of work to do and a lot of work you can do. Essentially, rejection is an emotional bruise that can impact your confidence and self-worth. If it's difficult for you to bounce back from rejection, and trust me, I've been there. I'm not sitting here on my high horse and saying like, it's so easy for me to bounce back from rejection all the time. Certain instances, I feel like especially dating a lot of the times, it really does bruise my ego and can make me really upset and frustrated because I feel like I haven't had the best dating experience. That's a story for another time. If it's difficult for you to bounce back from rejection, no matter what life, no matter what area of your life it is in, it is in, wow, that's really hard to say, you might want to look into building your self-love and esteem. This is something Again, I've done a lot of work through with talking this through with my therapist and doing cognitive behavioral therapy, kind of rewiring the way in which I react to things, the thoughts I have. My number one thing is reframing things, but also counteracting the negative thought patterns with newer and healthier ones. Like say my initial reaction to being rejected by a guy is thinking that I did something wrong, that I did something weird, that there's something wrong with me, that I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not cool enough, I didn't sleep with them soon enough, something like that. I counteract those thoughts with, no, this has nothing to really do with me at all. It just, it wasn't meant to be. They were not feeling it. Maybe there's something going on in their life. Maybe... They're scared of commitment. I don't know. Just like thinking of different ways to think about the situation and to change those thought patterns. I've become definitely someone who is very self-aware and that comes with its pros and cons. 
But when you're intimately aware of your self-worth, I'm a strong believer that you're able to bounce back from from rejection more healthily. You can move forward from the situation more confidently knowing that at least one person appreciates you and your qualities and that person is you. At the end of the day, all you have is you. You are going to have your longest relationship in your life is with yourself and it's really important to take care of that, to work on your self-esteem, to work on your self-worth, to work on your confidence and to work on your self-love. These are so, so, so important and I think your relationship with yourself is the most important one because if you can't love yourself, if you can't stand behind yourself and believe in yourself, why should you expect that the next person or the next group of people are going to if you can't see the beauty and the light and the amazingness that you are and what you are capable of bringing to the table, whether it be in your job, at school, on a sports team, in a drama club, in a relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic or anything in life. Being confident and having a healthy sense of self, however, won't mean that you'll never feel the sting of rejection again. Unfortunately, no matter how much you work on it, you will still feel that sting. However, you will be able to accept and process your emotions so much better the more you work on your confidence and having a healthy sense of yourself. Working on your self-esteem, working on your confidence, on your self-worth, on your self-love, this will allow you to recover and move on from rejection in a healthier, more confident manner. And I can advocate for this. I know that from working on these things, I have really learned to not let rejection get me down all the time anymore. And obviously, there are some circumstances where it still does. And that's where I focus and work on myself more and dig in deep as to why rejection in certain areas in my life or in certain circumstances is impacting and affecting me more. But like I said, it's really important to experience the highs and lows in your life, the lows really help build character. It helps you get to know yourself better. It's important to have these challenges. Life shouldn't just be easy. It would be boring if it was easy and we wouldn't be these multi-faceted, diverse people, interesting people if we always got what we wanted, if life always went the way we were expecting it to go. I think there's really just a beauty and rejection is unfortunately or fortunately a part of that process and I wish it was spoken about more. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about their experiences with rejection a lot and how they overcame that and how they became better with rejection which is why I wanted to have this podcast episode and and discuss dealing with rejection. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I'm trying to think, do I have any specific instances of rejection? Obviously, I feel like I've been rejected by boys a million times over. (laughs) 
And it can really hurt your ego and your self-esteem and make you feel like you're never going to be in a relationship as someone who's never been in a relationship. But I think what I learned from being rejection, re, oh my god, I really can't say rejected. <laughs> what I have learned in being rejected by guys who I was interested in or saw a potential longer-term relationship with or I was attracted to on some capacity is that I don't want to be with someone who doesn't see the value that I see in myself and that I know I have. I don't want to have to convince someone to be with me. I want them to know that they want to be with me and to be so attracted to the qualities that I possess and that I bring to the relationship that I hold in my life. I don't want to have to convince anyone to want to be in my life. Like, I want them to choose me. And if I feel like I have to convince them, then they're the, not the right per- then they're not the right person for me. They're not meant to be in my life and they don't deserve to be in my life. Like, end of story. And I know it can be really hard And it can be really unsettling because you can put them on this pedestal and you can make up, as females, I feel like we tend to make up these stories as to what our life is going to be like with this person, even after like meeting them once. We start to conceptualize all these stories about how our life could go and what it could look like and what it would look like to date this person and to have them as your boyfriend or your partner or whomever or to eventually be your husband when in reality that's not the reality like that is something that you have made up and conceptualized in your head and I don't really know where I'm going with this now I'm having some brain fog but anyways, end of the story, Redire- redirection. I keep saying redirection instead of rejection is redirection. <laughs> rejection is redirection. We don't want to be with people or a part of things that don't want us or see the value in us. It is not worth it. It is not worth the energy to fight and try to convince someone to see the value in us. At the end of the day, the most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself So work on your self-worth, work on your confidence, your self-esteem, your self-love. You can do this through therapy. You can do this through journaling, positive affirmations, either writing them or saying them out loud, whatever it may be. Meditation, trying to think what else you could do. I feel like those are pretty ample solutions. But know that the emotions that you feel when it comes to rejection are not limited to just you. Everyone feels it. We are all human. We all have this immense desire to feel like we belong and that we're a part of something. And unfortunately, when rejection happens, it doesn't mesh with that evolutionary need and it can lead to anxiety and self-doubt. Your emotional reaction to rejection isn't abnormal. It isn't something you can control, unfortunately. It's just personal disappointment. It happens to the best of us. But you can respond to the situation that is causing these feelings, and that is under your own control. Remember, it's your ego that's being hurt most of the time. It can put a dent in our need for acceptance and belonging. But you're more than capable of being able to bounce back from rejection. Oh my god. You have more. You are. 
I can't say the word rejection. Rejection. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Okay. You are more than capable. I know it. No matter how old you are, even if it feels impossible right now to bounce back from rejection and it feels really hard and it feels like you're digging yourself out of this deep, deep hole and it's really hurt your self-esteem and it's causing a lot of self-doubt, I believe that you are so capable of becoming stronger and better at reacting to situations where you feel rejected and learning how to bounce back quicker and better and learn from these moments of rejection better than ever before. I believe in you. Just remember that. Lan believes in you and you can believe in yourself. Don't let yourself sit and spiral. These anxious, intrusive thoughts of should have, would have, what if are not worth your time and energy. Learn to let it go. A lot of the times rejection is a reflection of them, not you, especially in dating. And remember that they don't owe you anything. You only owe yourself. So you owe yourself on picking up the pieces and coming out of this stronger and better than ever before. We need rejection in our life. We need something to humble us. We don't want to be cocky fucks. We don't want to be spoiled brats. We want to be humble, confident, badass bitches who nonetheless need these lows to humble us and to give character and to make us interesting people, to make us mature, emotionally aware, self-aware people. I don't know. I want to have an intimate, aware sense of my self-worth. I want to be able to bounce back from redirect. Re- oh my God. From rejection more healthily. I want to be able to move on from rejection in my career, in my life, in dating, in relationships, in friendships, in whatever may be better. And I believe that you can do that too. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, Again, I would love if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I really do love reading your reviews. It really does mean the world to me, and I'm not just saying that to say it. It really does mean the world. I appreciate every single one of you listening to this podcast every week. I still can't believe that you want to listen to me ramble for 30-something minutes every week, but... I love you guys so much. I'm working on getting back into schedule. I'm recording this on Monday, so hopefully I'll have it up at some point today. If not, it will be up tomorrow when you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. DM me if you have any requests for episode topics. I will be doing a Q&A on my stories today if this goes live on Monday. If not, I do Q&As on my stories on my Instagram at Alana Bloomberg every Monday. If you ever have any questions that you want me to provide some advice and wisdom and input or insight on, I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys.